0: Welcome, and thanks for joining us on the podcast. Now let's join Jesse Wanjoie for his message. Luke chapter 24, from verse 12. The Bible says, But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down he saw the linen clothes lying by themselves, and he parted, marveling to himself at what had happened. Now behold, two of them were traveling the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together to all these things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? And have you not known the things which happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? So they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us when they said they did not find his body, and they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him... They did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. Lord, we give you glory, and Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we pray that you may speak to us tonight, that we would hear your voice, we would know you, we would see you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I'd just like to share with you on the road to Emmaus. Before I forget, my name is Jesse. Um, And this is my church. Amen. I want to talk about the road to Emmaus. The experience that these people had on the road to Emmaus. The Bible talks about this group, these people, the two of them walking. And before that, it talks about Peter And we know before that it was talking about some women who had gone to the tomb. And therefore, what we are having here is that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive, and there is excitement, but there is also confusion. Because these people, the disciples, they know who they saw on the cross, they know who they put on the tomb. The guy was looking bad. There is no chance that this guy would be alive. But then the story is coming that he is alive. And the women have gone to the tomb and they come and tell the disciples, Peter goes to run there. Peter finds that the tomb is empty and he comes and also says he's not there and this, he's alive. And now there are two people and they are walking on their ways, on the way, on their way, on the road to, uh, to a mouse. And the Bible says they were talking amongst themselves in what had happened. In other words, what had happened was the headline news. What had happened was scandalous. What was happened was nothing to be ignored. Because the story about Jesus is a story that cannot be ignored. This story about Jesus is a story that we need to put it on the headlines all the time. The story about Jesus is the story to be said on the streets, on the roads, wherever. It is the story that we must keep it on the headlines all the time. They were talking about him. They were like, Jesus, this guy, did they say he's alive? Do you remember the, the way they beat him and all this kind of talk? I can imagine the talk. You know, when you were passionate about somebody and now you heard that, he, you saw he is dead and now you can see that he is alive and all these things. There's just too much talk and they are talking and I can imagine their conversation, how it was going and the Bible says in the midst of the conversation, Jesus joined them. Jesus joined them. Isn't it amazing? I love Jesus because I just love the way he comes into our lives. They did not invite him, they didn't even know him. But he came to them. He joined their walk. Even better, he joined the conversation. He joined that confusion, that kind of talk. He joined it and he asked them, What are you guys talking about? And these brothers were not courteous at all. These brothers, they were like, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know what's going on? In other words, this thing is on the news. Open the TV, it is there. Oh, open the newspaper, it is there. It is there, everybody is talking about it. You can't say you don't know about it. They were not only not happy, they were actually annoyed with him. In the, in the sense that, who are you that you don't know what happened? Yeah, who are you? You don't know what happened. What happened is a big thing. Yeah, it happened in the day. It happened on the streets. It happened. It is a big deal. You, it can't be that you're the only one who doesn't know about it. To them, it was insulting. And you know, my friends, the story of Jesus must be there. It must be there so much so that the one who does not know it should be insulting to us as a church. Because we talk about it. We post it everywhere. We share it everywhere. Ours should be that we, the only thing known about us is how much we talk about this Jesus. How much we are passionate about him. Ever seen someone who is in love the first days? their topic is one. You get bored, they will repeat it. You don't like it, they will put it on your face. Because this is it. This is it. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Are we not people in love with Jesus? Isn't Jesus the big deal about our lives? Who is better than Jesus? Hallelujah. And therefore we need to talk about Jesus. We need to talk about him everywhere. We need to share about him. He's so good that we can't keep him in. Hallelujah. He's so powerful we can't just contain him. He's so wonderful. He's so beautiful. We need to talk about him and post about him and share about him and sing about him. Everything it is Jesus. Jesus is good. Amen. Jesus is good, isn't it? He's so wonderful. And you know, as this is happening, Jesus joins them and, you know, he, he asks that question and they're not happy about that question. And they ask him, are you the only new guy here? You don't know what has happened. There's this guy called Jesus. Now they start giving him the gospel. <laughs> it is good to, pre- to preach the gospel to Jesus such a good thing. And they're telling him, let us inform you. Let's give you a sneak peek of what happened. This is actually what happened. Those guys, they put him on the cross. Wasn't good. What else happened? What else? Then there's these guys who are coming to say that he's alive. But we haven't seen him. But actually... There is something even more. We, you know, we thought that this guy is going to be the man. In other words, we are not happy because our hopes have been denied. We are not happy because what we thought of him, he, he hasn't become that. We actually thought he's going to deliver Israel. We, we thought, you know, we, we, we thought, but he 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 died. He died. In other words, we are not happy. We had put our hopes in him. We had put our confidence in him. With this man was everything for us. But then, our hopes were dashed. They were dashed. We saw him carrying that cross. We saw him being whipped. We saw him stripped naked. We saw him hanging on that cross. We saw him when we put him on the tomb the way his body was broken. We saw the blood, we saw the spears, we saw how he, ugly he looked. Our hopes, our hopes had been dashed because we thought this is what we thought when we were following him. This is what we thought. We had some confidence about this leader, but our hopes were dashed. You know, my friends, I don't know about you, but isn't it many times we also think, we think that this is what Jesus should do? When we follow him, we have some thoughts about him. I thought when I give my life to Jesus as a wife, my husband will start coming with flowers and chocolates every day. But I thought so. I thought when I accept Jesus, I will get married quickly. I thought when I accept Jesus, my account will go up. And my mortgage will remarkably reduce. And the interest rate will go on my favor. I thought that if I would follow him, my back pain will disappear. It is three years down the line following him and my back pain is still there, I thought. We have some thoughts that we have about Jesus. Jesus. And many times we feel like, Jesus, you're failing, you're failing. I had some good confidence about you, but you're failing. I thought you would deliver, but you're failing. I thought you would do something the way they talked about you, that guy Jesse, the way he explained you. I thought you will be able to do something great, but you haven't done it yet. I thought so. I thought. And and, and, and we get a bit. You, you find when we came to him, we were excited. And because of our thinking, our excitement is going down. Because we are not finding that he is matching our expectation. But you see, who are they talking to? Who are they talking to? Jesus never fails. I repeat that again. Jesus never fails. You know... Jesus, he listens to them and he listens to their version of the gospel. And he realizes, uh, I've got an issue here. Yeah, there is there, there, a problem here. I need to help this man. Yeah. The Bible says he walked with them. He walked with them on that road. And walking with them from Moses... He told them and gave them the scriptures of all the prophets talking about him from Moses. That's how far they were. He had to go that far to come with them slowly, 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 slowly. Because Jesus is very patient. He's very patient with us. You know, he knows where I am at. And he comes with me slowly. Some of us, he must start in Genesis. Slowly, slowly. But whatever it takes, Jesus has got all the time with you. My friend, He is going to share. He's going to reveal. He's going to walk with you. He is so nice. He's so wonderful. That's why you don't need to be impatient with people. If Jesus is that patient, we need to be patient. Hallelujah. Because He knows we, we are not in the same place, all of us. Praise the name of Jesus. But he's patient. I find his patience when he's talking with the woman at the well. He comes slowly. Starting with issues of husbands. He comes to prophets. He comes to places of worship. Slowly bringing her. At the end of the day she was an evangelist. He comes slowly. He's, he's got the time. He's very patient. He's so lovely. He's so good. We need to have this heart with Jesus. The heart of Christ. When we see people in their broken states, let's just be patient with them. They will not come and come to the front seat. They will not come and lift up hands at the beginning. But slowly, 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 Jesus working in their hearts. Slowly, 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 they will be preachers tomorrow because Jesus is good. He's so good. Praise the name of Jesus. And you know, amazing... He walked with them slowly. The journey is so nice. He's telling them about himself. He's talking to them. He's talking to them, opening one scripture after the other. You know what I love about this is that Jesus did not tell them other stories. He told them about himself. Because all we need is Jesus. All we need. Whenever you feel like you thought and you are thinking is getting discouraged, All you need is Jesus. Still, it is him that you need. And you know, he was giving himself, himself, himself. Jesus loves to give himself. Because he's everything. You know, one day they came because there was bread yesterday. And then they came today. I think I should have been in that company for the following day. And you know, when they came, Jesus said, today I am the food you're going to eat. Today, you know, you will have my flesh. And when you think that uh, you can't swallow, it is too hard, you have my blood. And it is a good combination. And they looked at him, get serious. I tell you the truth, Jesus did not say, because you are angry, uh, we will plan for Chicken curry, no, still it's him. Still, still it is him. It is him. The cafeteria for Jesus serves Jesus. Very good. Very good. Try Jesus. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. The reason why you have not gotten inside of this is because you've not tasted. Taste and see yeah. that the Lord is so good. Yeah. Hallelujah, we need to feast him, he's so good, he's so nice. And you know, he told them about himself, and just sharing about himself, because the word of God is powerful. The Bible says that the word of God is active, it is sharper than a double-edged sword. Separating the bone and the marrow, the spirit and the soul, thoughts and intents. That word is so good. We need the word of God. And I love the way he breaks the word to them. And I love because we need to have this word. If Jesus had the word and Jesus was the word, we need to have Jesus. We need to have the word of God. We need to have the word. You know, I was looking the other day, was it yesterday or the day before about Joshua. And Joshua being told, Joshua, I will be with you. Joshua, you'll have victory. Joshua, all this. But then he's told Joshua, all you need to do is just to meditate upon my word day and night. And I thought, Joshua, you probably, is that what you needed? You probably needed to make some military guys. This is what you have been called into. You probably need a good barrack where you will train soldiers. No, the word. That's all you need. The word, the word, the word. And you know, if you read that book, anywhere they went against the word, no matter their number, they were beaten. Anywhere they went in the word, no matter their number, they won. Our victory is in the word of God. It is guaranteed in one place, the word of God. Hallelujah. We need to know this word, friends. We need to eat this word. We need to read this word. We need to know this word. We need to live this word. We need to talk about this word. We need to share this word. This word is so good. This word is Christ. This word in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among men. This word is wonderful. It is him who said it is written. It is written. It is written. It is wonderful. Glory be to God hallelujah you know the Bible says as they walked they got to a place that this time Jesus behaved like he was actually now going they've got their place to go in but Jesus behaved like he was going and they were like no no you can't go you need to stay we've been with you the, Lord, the journey has been long We need to stay with you tonight. Stay with us. And you know, I think of our journey with Jesus. And I don't know how he's behaving for you, but you need to keep him. When he joined them, they did not ask. He joined. He did not even ask their permission. Can I join you? No, he joined. A bit rude for Jesus. When he was going, they called. There is a time for him to join. There's a time for you to call. There's a time for him to come in. But there's a time for you to hunger for him. Jesus comes because he's gracious and he's good. He comes, the Bible says, he loved us first. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus started this love thing. He started it. He knows how to start it. And you know how he started it with you. But there comes a time that it is you now to desire him. You who has tested that the Lord is good, it is for you to ask for more. You who knows him and has seen his goodness, it is for you to desire him. I want to desire Jesus more than I did yesterday. I want to have him more today than any other time. He pretended like Jesus did not want to go. But you see, he also wants to know whether you want him. And he he, he has those tendencies and behaviors. He does that. If you have walked with him, you know he does that. You know those moments that you are asking, where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? He's not anywhere. He's there. But he wants to hear that, where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord? He just wants to hear that. Yeah. He wants to hear that. Praise the name of Jesus. He loves hearing, where are you? Because he knows, oh, I am important. Or they have known that I'm actually there. They have known that they need me. Jesus, touch me. Jesus, I long for you. Jesus, I desire you. He wants to hear those things from his people. And not because he wants to go anywhere or he's going anywhere. Jesus' focus has always been about you. You know, sometimes I think, Lord, even when I go to say, Jesus, I need you, I always know he wanted me first. It changes everything. Yeah, because you can want somebody who never wanted you. But when I go to Jesus, I know he wanted me first. And I know my condition then. If he wanted that, surely he loves this. (laughs) You know who you were before. And you know Jesus came to you. So if he wanted you then, what about now? Maybe you are not so bad. <laughs> I'm talking to people who are really bad. <laughs> when you are so bad, you hate yourself. I'm talking about those guys. Yeah, you are so bad, you, you even couldn't stand yourself. But Jesus stood you. He's so good. He's so good, you know. Hanging around him is so nice because you are hanging some, around someone who desires you already. Yeah, before you sang any worship song, he desired you. Before you even knew, there is something called worship song for some of us. You know that Jesus, so nice, so good, he was going. They said, Stay with us. We have been with you this long. Then he went in with them. When he was in with them, he broke the bread, the Bible says. Now it is not only that we, are, we had him, we ate him because he is the bread and his, his blood. And when he broke the bread and they ate the bread, the Bible says their eyes were opened Amen. and they saw it is him. Remember what they had said we thought? That we thought was greater now than it was before. What Jesus has promised is more real today than it has ever been in your life. It's more real. It is Jesus. I can imagine when they saw it is Him. Oh, then He disappeared. Ah, Jesus is so nice. (laughs) It is you. Then oh, yeah, it is Him. It is Him, my friends. Let us hang around Jesus. Let us talk about Jesus. Let us desire Jesus. Let us go in with Jesus. He loves being with us in the open, but he also loves to be with us in the closet. It is in there that we will see it is him. My friends, it is not just enough to have the word only, but let us eat this word so that it becomes life in our lives. And when they ate, they saw it was him. I could imagine before they said, Jesus... He wasn't there. I don't know how that happened. But I can imagine the excitement that was in that room. Hear what they say. Were we not feeling the excitement in our hearts as he spoke to us? Now they remember the journey. You know, your journey with Jesus is not a wasted thing. I know you love the destination. I know you love the ending because it is very spectacular. But the journey is amazing also. The journey that you are having with him, it is very important. That journey is what is becoming your new song. That journey is becoming your new book. That journey is becoming your testimony. That journey is becoming your encouragement. I don't know where you are, but I know that the journey you are having with Jesus is more than you ever thought. That journey is special important he loves the step he's been taking with you love them also they remembered when he spoke to us there's something the excitement i want to have engagements that in my heart there will be those excitements about jesus when i hear the word When I hear the testimony, when I hear, when I sing the song, that those excitement, I don't want to have something that will dull my heart. I want something that will cheer me up, going towards seeing him. For now, I am happy with the excitement of my heart. That there is something, there is hope, there is trust, there is something. He's doing something. You, You probably can't see it. They didn't see it, but they felt it. There was something. And you know, friends... I don't know with you, but I am sure as you walk with him, you will see that Jesus is doing something. The good thing, he never fails. He's a good God. We hope you have been encouraged by this message. For more information, check out our website at desertlifechurch.org.